0: The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNcast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot Podcast of Terror is a great podcast It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Corey,
1: I couldn't help but notice that you're wearing a shirt. I try to whenever possible. Uh, there were laws passed. What are the odds that you wear a shirt every day of your life?
0: Almost 40%.
1: At a boy. Well, let me, let me tell you about a little uh, sales bonanza we got going here. We got some friends. These, uh, these friends got some codes. Go visit our friends uh, at the hate. That's the. If you can't spell the, go back to school. Hate, dot icom use the code hpg15 get 15% off your order and if your tits still require more fabric go to Stat- i need to double up do you got a double double you never have too much tit fabric go to statuspheremerch.com. use the code terror and uh and get you some sweet discounts there Welcome to episode 90 of the podcast here, a production of the Galactic Network. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is Corey. I just want to cuddle, Scott.
0: I just, I just want to be held uh, down, <laughs> underwater.
1: <laughs> just, uh, Corey wants to be a power bottom. Mm. Chortle, chortle them balls on the bottom. I mean, if I can
0: chortle with my ass.
1: It's... Uh, man, have we ever talked about Bam Margera's... Uh, I want to bend my dick around or bend bend the dick to my back of my ass song?
0: No. We haven't?
1: No. Oh, no. All right, so, <laughs> oh, oh, no is definitely where I'm going with it. Literally, I believe the, the majority of the lyrics are I want to bend the dick around the back my ass so I can fuck myself.
0: I feel like Ben Majera has fucked himself plenty in his life. I think he was really, really high on drugs. Um,
1: <laughs> there's also my favorite line in the world is I want to titty fuck my butt cheeks. <laughs> right
0: yeah yeah so um what counts is the nipples in that situation is it just boils probably. <laughs> this is big pimples <laughs> bam. this is already this is probably the worst opening we've ever done i'm uh, kind of thankful we
1: don't have a guest yeah that's all we can get away with these things all right let's see let's listen to some bam jerry here it's called Fuckface face unstoppable bend my dick fuck yeah Bet you don't need no archer or nigga for your booboo got knocked the fuck out. I ain't going out like no punk ass because that ain't where I am. Yo, check it. Awesome. I would've bent my dick to my ass, so I could fuck myself. I would've bent my dick around the back of my ass, so I could fuck myself. Oh hell no! Yep. Oh. To a big, okay, here we go. You know it's the best when you shit out the mess. To a big ass, thick ass dick. Yeah. I'm gonna titty fuck my butt cheeks. Yeah, that's a stick. Not a code to get in the gate. Alright, that's enough. <laughs> That's a real song that came out 2013. I feel 2013. like the world owes an
0: apology to Corey Feldman right now. I think well,
1: that the difference all is, the shit we've been giving him for his crappy-ass music, and then that exists. But Bam Margera didn't go on the Today Show and try to dance around like Michael Jackson. He just, no, but, he just did drugs but Corey Feldman can community. dance around like Michael Jackson. That's one of his only redeeming
0: qualities as as a human being is that he can he can do that he actually is a good dancer uh he's just still doing it is the problem it was it was cute when you were 10 said michael jackson to corey feldman
1: but it's (laughs) not (laughs) it's not so great uh yeah Let let me see here you know what's the best when you shit out the mess to a big ass thick ass dick well that's just beautiful I want to titty fuck my butt cheeks. Yeah, that's the stick.
0: That is that's that is the stick.
1: <laughs> that is fucking poetry. Word to your mother. All right. If you are actually still listening to this podcast.
0: That word is you should have you should have dropped yeah, it. You
1: should have ran away a long time ago. <sighs> All right. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, subscription links, go to jancast.com slash pot. Ah, you can chat with us on our Slack channel during our shows at gncast.com slash sign up. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter. Um before we do the what you drinking, I kind of want to explain so we're recording this in the past. If you're listening to this on iTunes, this is like a while ago because we've never recorded it
0: not in the past. I do you know how time shit. works? <laughs> no, how does time work?
1: How how uh, do magnets <laughs> work? How the fuck do magnets work?
0: When a when a boy magnet and a girl magnet love each other very much, and, and they they both turn off Bam Majera's
1: goddamn song. And then the Insane Clown Posse get confused? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, okay. We're recording this more so in the past than usual. Corey's a fucking prick. Because uh, I I just moved. I literally just moved. I'm probably unpacking boxes and swearing under my breath as you're listening to this. Um. So, <clears throat> we're not going to do news because... It would be really old. And, we, and because we have to save
0: all our news stories for last week's show which with Melissa really and Randy in, in tomorrow day after tomorrow's show. Yeah, in two right. days. This uh, is already fucking with my brain, man. Let's just let's just know. understand we don't know Quantum. where we are at, who we are, anything. I could be dead. that's uh, what I'm saying. I could already be re elected. It
1: it's a shit house. So this podcast uh, might come out and uh, Michael Jackson has been resurrected from the dead That's possible um, But Donald, he's decided that All he's doing Is Bob Dylan covers from here on they out They may find out that Donald Trump is a big walking Cheeto They We we know
0: Well you know uh, How far in the past are we that's, I don't
1: know What day is it Alright I really don't know <laughs> I, I stopped I, I, You lost me oh, uh, Alright right. anyways we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna short do a short review of uh an upcoming short from uh our future guest who's on in two weeks if you're <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> what he's, the he's fuck? Oh boy. He's on, this is already more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah, he's uh he's gonna be on an episode that comes out in two weeks from today. If you're listening to this, so it, it'll release June 13th. So is a uh, he's a director. He's a super fucking nice guy, and he's uh, him and I have been talking quite a bit, and I'm really excited to have him on. So, um, he was kind enough to let Corey and I view his upcoming short called The Audition early. So we're gonna we're gonna review that real quick. Uh, no spoilers though, because I don't want to be a dick. It's not out. I expected you to make fun of me because I said I didn't want to be a dick. Um, and then after that, we're going to get into The Void, which was the originally planned movie. Um, and we're going to spoil the shit out of that. And I watched it incredibly drunk, and I don't know what happened. I, I don't <laughs> know what I watched. I watched it last night in, a, in my hotel room. I was in, uh, out of town for work, and I, uh, it was like 5 o'clock. I was already drunk, and then I went back to my hotel and had another – it was a mess. I, I, was, in, I was asleep by 8 you don't
0: i think we're we're on episode 90 uh technically eighty nine yeah no one is surprised
1: that that you had alcohol in you <laughs> in any of these reviews i have a constant blood alcohol content at this point yeah, whatever anyways Corey, what you drinking
0: uh i am literally just drinking lipton iced tea i came home and I had my leftover tea in the fridge from last night that i while i was reading my book that i am trying to get through before we have our guest from next week on Mm -hmm. uh which i am enjoying thoroughly but i don't want to talk too much about it until he's Uh. on the show with us
1: yes yes you know how difficult it was for me to be like all right this is episode number 90 but we're really recording it before 89 so this is our next week whereas our next (laughs) week that we're going to record in two days will actually be what we just 89. did. Right. I, I there's not enough drugs in the world to make sense of what we're what we're doing. Um awesome. Well I have <coughs> I'm dying. Uh some <laughs> last weekend I was down in Indiana for uh the Dark Lord Day release with some friends from Kansas. They brought me a lot of beer, including this uh barrel aged sour from Boulevard called Show Me Sour. Um it's pretty good. It's not a sour. Uh, I had a discussion with a bartender last night about uh, sours being too sour and not sour enough, which means nothing to Corey, and I'm talking to myself.
0: No, I'm interested because I've never, as far as I know, had a sour beer. I've had beers that made me feel sour after drinking yeah, them. Yeah, but... so a
1: lot of times it's just like your standard beer, and then they use souring bacteria to make it sour. So there are some that literally like make your face pucker. And I don't no boy no. Like I like fruity like the fruitier sours. So this one's it's it's kind of smoky, which I'm guessing is coming from the barrels, which I'm going to assume were excuse me, whiskey. It doesn't say what kind of barrels are on here, just as barrel aged. Um yeah, it's pretty fucking good. And then uh after that's done, I'm gonna completely destroy all of my taste buds with uh founder's curmudgeon. It's kinda a little angry looking old man on it um it's an old oh. ale which is good as fuck it literally has 100 percent of the flavors in the world uh with molasses and it's aged in oak so wow that i mean just calling it curmudgeon
0: it already sounded like it was named after me and then everything that you just described if i drank
1: beer at all molasses. it sounds kind of wonderful yeah I, I, I really really like old i like old ales and scotch scotch ales a lot
0: yeah that sometimes sometimes i feel like maybe i could have no i can't have a bear
1: no i have um i have a lot if you ever want to come over and help me murder some <laughs> yeah
0: i was gonna save that treatment for you and your wife but okay
1: hi, hi nicole i i've had curmudgeon before um the show me sour i've never had before which is why i had it first because curmudgeon will ruin my taste buds and uh I wouldn't be able to taste the sour. That's why I did it in the order in which I've done it. And fucking sours are good. Calm down. Uh, Ashley Founders. Yeah. Founders has um, a bourbon barrel-aged IPA that came out, and I foolishly bought a bottle for $2 more than I really should have. But
0: such is life. I I drank a $5 root beer uh, a couple weeks back. So, I mean... Sometimes you just you spoil I, yourself.
1: I bought a twelve dollar bottle of coffee. Ah, uh, yeah, it's fucking worth it. It's called Necromancer. I drank it and I could see through time.
0: And as you discussed when we did Rosemary's Baby,
1: it is you've you've had two hundred fifty dollar bottles of beer going through your? I haven't. I won't drink. I won't get to drink that till September. Yeah, because I sold mine. But you know, um, yeah, it's all in what you're willing to pay for it. So. Is what it is. All right. Let's, uh, as much as I'd love to sit and talk about beer, but uh, let's talk about the, vo- no, excuse me, the audition, not the void. The other one with the, the. Um, if you're not familiar, get learnt, oh, excuse me, get woke. Is that what the kids say? Get woke. I don't
0: know that any kids say it like you. What, like an and I know you're name? literally half my age,
1: so. It... Not, you're not 64. I might be. Uh, what the fuck? Alyssa said something. She asked what she did for work, so I told her. And uh, I said, well, he's like two years in the past. Dude. She was like, we're we've already lived those those two hours. And I said, yeah, and he's like 12 years older than me. And that was it. I, that was a shitty story. I'm sorry. It, were the hours better for you? Not really. I sat in a chair and watched Catfish.
0: I was here looking forward to this show
1: i look forward to it like literally the worst part of my week is like right when we're done because that is the longest period until i get to hang out with you again
0: yeah i miss you too
1: <laughs> if you were on grinder
0: i would grind you if i was on grinder i'd be way too popular <laughs>
1: you're just beating the dicks off of the stick I'm like no, <laughs> no. I mean, that's what you're into uh, I'm t- desperately trying to find uh, a solid, the, the written description on this movie because I don't want to butcher it.
0: All right. Uh, an actress thinks she's about to audition for the opportunity of a lifetime, but things aren't what they appear to be when she wakes up in a room tied to a chair with cameras pointed at her. Now she is the victim of a director who will make sure she gets the scene right by any means necessary. That's just Friday nights for Corey. That is totally... <laughs> Am, am I the actress? am I the director or am I the chair? You're I feel like you're I'm the
1: because the i I'm gonna put my butthole on you
0: that that's exactly how it was built
1: um Nicole said you're gonna beat the dicks off with another dick. that turns into Dick's because now you're just beating dicks with dick uh, I can't that's gonna be like the one we're recording this conversation it's too <laughs> too much too much for too much. too much for a Friday night um yeah, so um. It's twenty minutes long. I don't remember if I said that. So it's it's short. Um, so it gets... well, you should mention the person who who let us know about it. The, the director and writer is Anthony Rouse. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, kind of dumb. Um, yeah, and Anthony will be on on uh, the June thirteenth episode, as I mentioned earlier. So really looking forward to that. <clears throat> um, one of my one of my favorite things about this is that there's there's no fucking around. It just it goes from six to midnight, quick.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a 20-minute film, uh, so obviously it, it's short enough that you're going to try to see the thing complete. But we've even reviewed some short films on here before, uh, be it the... There was something we watched recently that was a YouTube series that was doing an anthology thing about the guy who was following the, the stories from the radio, um, but then they had short stories that went with it. Those were short, but I don't think that they... Cut to the chase as quickly as what this did. Also, some of the um the what is it? The stuff that we did the Slenderman.
1: Oh, the creepy pastas.
0: Creepy pasta stuff. Yeah. Some of those things went way too goddamn
1: long. That's for what true. They were. And the kind of the nice thing is um your backstory comes, and I use the term backstory loosely because there's there's not a ton of backstory, but it's not needed. Um, it comes like halfway through. There's the uh, the director is talking to the interviewer, where you kind of get an idea of what is fucking wrong with this guy. So as soon as it starts, like it's you're in the shit.
0: Yeah, the the director is kind of a mix of Donny Osmond with Patrick Bateman.
1: I was gonna say Patrick uh, Bateman, yeah.
0: Absolutely Patrick Bateman esque, what, uh, the... what what kind of business card do you think you'd have? Uh I believe it would probably be something with a a texture to I'm, it.
1: See I'm thinking I'm thinking uh bone with yeah. um a slate gray raised text. But he fucks up and gets it in Times New Roman. <laughs> dingbats yeah because he seems a little young probably not the smartest chip off the old block well he's probably gonna have to get it on one of those sites where they'll print them for free
0: but there's advertisements for the Just site on the print. back yeah there's, yeah
1: there's a, when you flip it over it's a it's a vape store advertisement <laughs> you can fucking blow plumes all day oh, Jesus. um yeah so i re- i don't I really i don't want to spoil anything so i'm trying to choose my words here carefully but um
0: Yeah, it stars uh, Jackson Trent and Holly Beth Gorlay, who is a a young Scottish actress I saw. And uh, then in the story, he gets interviewed. So the interviewer is played by Joel David Taylor. It really it's like one of the things that I'm not huge into is is the torture porn movies and stuff like Hostel. And I was afraid that it was going to go towards that, and it doesn't quite cross the lines. Oh, it skirts the lines. Yeah, it, it gets very close to it, but it's not so vile that it that I like had to pull myself away from it or anything. Yeah. And we know that I'm I'm sensitive because I'm I'm just made of preciousness and you know These unicorn farts, and and. Dicks apparently.
1: Uh, so, hearts <laughs> and peanuts. <laughs> um, there was the one thing I do want to say real quick, so I don't want to cut you off. But um, there's there's like a brief period where you're not quite sure if the right. guy is insane or what's happening, and that was kind of cool too because it's you kind of know what's coming, but there's still that like little glimmer of doubt.
0: Yeah, you kind of hope it. it it's it's um it's interesting because the way that it's filmed is that it could very much be that he's filming it in a way that it could just be that this is the movie. And that's the yeah. way that it gets presented at least to the interviewer. Uh, so it's, it's solid as, as a, as a piece of, of, you know, independent filmmaking. I think it's a very good example of the kind of thing that you can do on a, uh, on a not huge budget. Uh, the budget was estimated at 500 $500.
1: Oh, I and I see that. That's fucking that's insane. The, what what, yeah. what he accomplished with five hundred dollars. That's yeah, it has
0: some good talent in it,
1: has has obviously, you know,
0: a a solid story. It tells a complete story, I think, uh, in the time that it has allowed it, which is very good. Um, so it, it completes itself. I I'm I'm very I admire what he was able to do. Oh yeah, and I'm looking forward to talking to him and finding out more about how he approaches storytelling in his films.
1: Assuming we don't offend him, and he leaves within the first five <laughs> minutes.
0: I mean, we'll we'll do our best to offend him. That's that's how we roll.
1: Hands down, a possibility. I'm I'm surprised no one has left yet. I mean, I'm gonna try to hold back a little bit, and try to keep him around. Uh, no, I think we're good. I did uh, invite him to hang out in the chat and tell us a dick joke but uh that's good he's at work so i don't know how many dick jokes (laughs) he can be sending to us Uh, i also hope if he is listening to this that it is in headphones and not full-blown speakers Um, if speakers may have upset someone yeah dick 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 dicks um Mm, grinder (laughs) grinder (laughs) meat grinder uh all right so um yeah like i said i don't want to say too much it is it's a short so there isn't a you know Ton, and it gets released on the on june 30th yep june 30th 2017 it'll be coming out i'm not sure of all of the release platforms but we will certainly um we'll get it we'll get that from him when he's here on uh in,
0: in a couple weeks yeah and he's got some other stuff out there too so if you want to look him up and check out and see where you can find some of his other things uh we will definitely we'll talk more about it when he's on
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm really curious to hear what his other projects are. I know he, um, I see a lot of his stuff pop up on his his face space because that's obviously how I interact with him. Um, But I do want to get my hands on his other stuff. So, yeah. Like I said, audition June 30th. Go fucking watch it in the future because we're recording this in the past. So, right now, this is, it's May. It's going to come out in June. That's a month. But
0: it'll still be your future because it's coming out at the end of June
1: this is i have a slide rule somewhere um <laughs> just, maybe an we abacus need, we need a fucking protractor and a sheet of paper and like a glitter, a gel pen 40 uh, beans something yeah we need we need uh 14 space beans are we doing this in base 8 i just i need to know Oof, it's been a while since I did base 8 uh we're going to need one fetid goat and 12 clitoris <laughs> 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 this is how we're...
0: It's okay. It doesn't matter how many clitoris you bring. We're not going to be able to find them according to
1: public opinion. Uh, I watched I saw The South Park. It's it's in a field behind a tree.
0: I just looked for the man in a little boat.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's uh Barb <laughs> uh, I w- I would have liked to have read a review here. That would have been a nice segue into the, f- <laughs> into the <laughs> fact that Nicole's giving us a face. Um to the 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 fact that we have to talk about another movie, but likes to review our show it just really hurts my feelings i lie awake at night not getting itunes reviews it's It's true it
0: it it it, i i get it if you're if you're holding back if you're just saying you know i have i want to wait until they get to episode 90 well here it is here's your chance 90 episodes yep. and, and 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 that's not even including the pot shots. there's Halloween specials that didn't really have numbers. Mm-hmm. So I mean really you're you're kind of slagging but we're gonna forgive you that. We're gonna let you have your moment and your moment is now my friends. get oh, on iTunes was the time for get action. on Google Play uh, talk about the podcast of Terror, Tell us please what you think uh, what you what you like about it if you want Matt's grinder username, uh, that's that will help us we will give it to you yep. for the review. We're not yep. we're not shameless. No, we are shameless. And <laughs> and we're also a little fat. Was... And so <laughs> just just come on over and, and and talk to us and say, Hey, I like the podcast of terror. I, I wanna give it I I wanna give a few stars. Five. I can do that. It's free. Yeah. Five. Five you know is what?
1: good. If you want to give free. it three stars, that's fine. Just tell me why.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like just tell me why you don't think we're worth five. Um, I did, and really, I don't, I don't, I don't get mad about that kind of thing. It, oh, I don't get. It, it, I totally get mad. I'm really buttered it, about a lot of things. You're a
0: you, little bit, you sensitive, you have, you have a fragile, fragile eagle. Uh, but, <laughs> but hey, you know the person who gave us three stars. At least it showed that we had somebody who was that's true who checked out the show, which I appreciate, in and of itself. Uh,
1: feedback is great. Feedback yeah. is important. Yeah. Um, I did but, want to point out when you said Shameless before. I was apparently like a mile from the Shameless house last week. And that's not a place that a white kid from suburban Wisconsin wants to be. Isn't aren't they all white on that show? Yes, but South Chicago is a very unsafe place. I mean I grew up in
0: Detroit and now I live very close to Oakland. So I,
1: I grew up in Sheboygan, <laughs> Wisconsin and moved to Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're really white. <laughs> yeah. When I go to Green I don't want to say that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty white. Three months out of the year, though, I get swarther nice, healthy bronze tan. I mean, I. I am
0: practically see through. You. <laughs> I, I'm Depeche Mode white. Oh boy, flock of seagulls. All right, let's talk about the void. Um. We are going to talk about the void now. I know that I've mentioned this void. movie a couple of times.
1: We. Uh. This was actually recommended by a listener. Yes. And I feel like a dick. Because you don't remember the email. <laughs> I don't. All right, by it's time, okay. by time, I'm going to find the email. Uh, so The Void
0: was filmed in 2016. It actually was uh, the uh a successful, not necessarily Kickstarter, but a Kickstarter-esque uh, thing where people went and, and helped fund the film. And then it was released in theaters, I think, just last month. But because of the, the di- distribution, the way they had it set up, it was released in theaters and to video on demand at the same time. So we wound up checking it out through uh, Comcast On Demand uh, and, and we're just, we saw the, the trailer for it and we we're like, we need to see this. My wife and I, uh, my wife is the, the huge horror fan of our home, as I think I've said many a time here. And we were like, yeah, we got to check this out. So the description is basically... It's very much a film in the style of great classic horror movies from the 80s. A lot of John Carpenter influence seems to be in it. I also took some Clive Barker influence in it as, as things that I saw. It does wonderful work with practical effects. The guys who uh, created it and worked on it have done stuff for *Trauma*. And they did, I think, uh, short for the ABCs of Death, the the second one. If I remember correctly, I think they did the W for that. Uh, but this was where they usually focus on comedy and horror together. This is just straight up a horror movie. And I think it's the first one of that type of film for them. Um, and yeah, we'll get into what we thought of it.
1: Very true. I can't find the email. I'm really sorry. That was a very super fucking nice email too.
0: It was. We may have actually read it on the air before. No, we totally
1: did, but I can't really. We can't pause this so I can go back and and listen to it. Totally read it.
0: Damn electricity. Stupid. Stupid. Um. So Matt, you want to talk about it?
1: No, I'm just stupid. stupid. Stupid little that has not stopped you from uh, giving your opinions of things on the internet before <sighs> um that's true so you and i actually talked while i was watching this yeah uh what was it that you said to me and that's what I, I'm, I'm about to say so i i, I was really more into the, the cult aspect of it and then it got alieny alien me and i kind of got upset um, you were
0: expecting it to be about one thing, and it really was. No, it it was, but like, but just by looking at the
1: cover, the like, focus changes. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, like, when you look at the poster, you can see that it's an alien. It's going to be an alien movie, or a monster movie, I should say, not a cult movie. Um, but when you start seeing all the people in the white with the, the triangles on their face, like I got a little pumped, and I'm like, oh, it's some like fucking crazy cult bitches. Yes.
0: Okay so so let's let's give a little bit of a rundown of the the film at least where it starts. Uh, it starts out with a scene at a farmhouse. Uh two people are running from it uh trying to escape to other people. Uh one of them is a woman, she gets shot and then oh yeah yeah. Washed. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, and,
0: yeah. And the the guy escapes. The woman then uh gets set on fire by the two pursuers and they keep well, you know. Don't know she probably don't probably bring them beer. And so they they keep going to uh track the person who got away. Uh so we are already in the midst of out in the middle of nowhere, uh rednecks with guns coming to get ya. And that's that's a good start to any movie, I think. We we meet who is essentially our hero of the film, which is a local uh, deputy sheriff, I think, who finds the guy who ran off from the barn, takes him to the local hospital uh, where his ex-wife works. And the local hospital has recently had a fire, has a very skeletal staff of people working there at this point in time. Uh, He brings him in there, and uh, there's only a few people there. There's the head doctor. There is his ex-wife, the nurse. There is another nurse. There is a student nurse. There is one person who is a patient, and then there is a young girl and her grandfather. The young girl is pregnant and is going to be giving birth, so she is still to be checked in, but she is another patient there. And that's about it. Um pretty much right after that things start going fucking crazy. We see a woman tear off her face, kill somebody else, and then start turning into a monster. And it just goes on.
1: Yeah, what did she say when she was cutting her face off? Like she said this is not my face. This is not my face. Yeah. It was This just... is not
0: my face, which was very reminiscent to me of a scene from Clive Barker's Nightbreed which was when the guy is trying to prove that he's one of the monsters for Midian, he goes to cut his face off. He actually pulls off his, his scalp instead, but it's the same premise is that like, this isn't my real face. This isn't who I am. So it felt familiar, but not in a copycat kind of way. It's just like, Oh, all right. I, I, I kind of recognize if they're trying to pull from anything, that that's what they're pulling from. Yes. Um, the, the cop, after he shoots the the nurse who who tears off her face and kills the other guy, um, start, falls down, has a seizure, and has a vision. And the vision he has, he doesn't realize, is of the future, and it's pra- basically where the night is going to take us, of, of creatures and space and, and all these things. And I don't remember if he sees the guys in the robes then or not, but... As he gets up, he goes to try to call for uh, his backup. A, a state trooper shows up as well and kind of takes over the investigation, takes his gun. But as he tries to call his people, he can't get anybody on the phone. All the phones seem to go dead and get fuzzy. He goes out to call them on the radio in his car. As he's getting out of that, that's when we see the first of the cultists in the white shredded um, robes and the hoods with the black triangle on it. One of them stabs him. He makes his way back inside, and then the two guys from the from the farm show up, and everything kind of goes crazy. From that, the head doctor winds up getting killed.
1: Yeah, and then they go and <laughs> they go to the basement. Stuff happens me through there. But the the point at which I really was like, "What, what the actual fuck is happening?" Is when <laughs> they, they go to the basement, and then the triangle glows. Then they all walk through the triangle then there's a, a guy that reminded me of uh like a weird uh, Cenobite.
0: there was very Cenobite stuff to this that yeah. that was the other thing as i saw some hellraiser to this in uh, the peeling off of the skin mm-hmm. the looking like a a kind of god that is trying to bring this hell to earth through this void portal um, he's trying to conjure out something from this other dimension uh and bring it there he's also trying to fix what is death and life and trying to he the the guy turns out is the head doctor the head doctor has been organizing or became a leader of this cult now i don't know how much of the cult owes to him precisely but he is the leader of it at this point he certainly seems to have the most power out of everybody and the reason being is that years ago he had lost his daughter his daughter was killed And so he's trying to bring her back to life. Uh, Similarly, the cop and his ex had lost their son during uh, childbirth. Um, And so they have their own issues with the loss of a child. And the doctor keeps trying to entice them both into helping him uh, while not giving them a lot of choice in the matter by saying, I can bring you back your child Uh, or. Later on, when he kills the ex-wife, he's like, I can bring you back, Allison. And it's all basically like I've learned how to cheat death or I've learned how to defeat death and bring the dead back to life. Uh, when we see his daughter return towards the end, I don't know if that's exactly the the life that she wanted to return as. Yeah, it looked yeah. kind of like the alien from Aliens for the alien Ripley human mix character uh, where the face you could almost see a human style face to it but the rest of the thing was very bestial and ugly Uh, it's, it's the practical effects on this are very Cthulhu-esque uh, except when we're talking about the basement with the room full of people that the doctor wouldn't let die which was straight up out of That's 13 weird. ghosts and some other shit that was just all kinds of fucked up there's a scene with someone who has been trying to kill themselves by stabbing their head against this pipe and the pipe going through this giant now gaping hole in their head, and they're just doing it over and over again, trying to put themselves out of their own misery and they can't die. And the doctor said something about them. They they all want to die, but I won't let them. Um, And that scene is just fucking hideous.
1: Yeah. I think I was eating pizza at this point. <laughs> I, I think I was I was eating leftover roast. Uh, got a little drunk. The so pizza place across the street closed at nine. It was like eight forty five. I fucking put shoes on and ran over there. I was I was that guy. So now you were you were disappointed about I was, I was disappointed. I just wish it would have. I wish it would have been a better movie.
0: Well, you felt like the cult wasn't as big of a part of it, or or the exploration of the cult wasn't agreed and gone enough. And I and I agree, the movie story moves pretty fast uh, because it all takes place in one night, and it it introduces a lot of characters and a lot of different motivations, and it's not like there's a huge mystery. We we meet the doctor, he seems okay. We meet the nurse, she seems okay until she tears her face off and kills another guy. Um, But as we see them kind of like change and shift And when the doctor is killed he he comes back But we learn about his motivations past him being dead And past him basically kidnapping Allison And we find out that he runs his cult But we don't see any of the stuff about the cult at that point We just know that he was a part of it Because there are Polaroids of him with them And he starts confessing over the phone to uh to daniel about why his motivations are the way that they are and so the cult stuff it seems like there's probably a huge story that could be explored with them certainly if there were sequels or prequels or anything else we could get a lot more of that the cult were the people who ran the farmhouse that the two guys at the beginning who turned out to be good guys um they they ran that farmhouse and they enticed people in um who had drug problems or anything else that wouldn't be missed to use them for sex acts to help power their magic and then cause people to change and cause them to basically either go nuts or become a part of the things or they sacrifice them. So there's a lot of that stuff that we never get to see or experience in the context of the film, which is a little disappointing if the film was longer in that regard or concentrated more on that then there may have been more of a payoff for that portion of the story later on. Otherwise it's almost unnecessary. The cult portion looks really cool, but doesn't feel needed with the summoning of a Cthulhu type monster, cheating death, opening a a portal to the void or whatever else. But in the broader, like let's just throw every fucking thing in there and do every cool thing that we can think of to make this story feel huge. And that way, I appreciate it because they don't hold anything back.
1: Yeah, don't don't tease me with a cult story and then just provide blue walls.
0: Yeah, also, we don't get a lot of idea as to what the the void opening that he's opening to really is, this other dimension mm-hmm. that they wind up going through at the end. We don't have a lot of experience as to what that is supposed to mean or how it all pans out. Um, when it closes up, after they go through it, we see that uh, Simon and uh, Kim are able to escape from everything. And, and everybody else in this place is already pretty much dead at that point, uh, including the cultists who were in the building. Uh, all get kind of stomped on by the daughter, <laughs> uh, among other things. And so it kind of puts too clean of a bow on it at the end. For those two characters, whereas everybody else is just now we're all fucked. (laughs) Um, So, again, in that regard, it's like. Not enough given to us. Pertaining to that portion of the story. I still think everything all together is. Exciting and interesting to watch. Certainly, the tension was very high. Mm -hmm. The effects as far as the the use of of practical effects and the creature creation and, and the room and and everything else was stellar. And this is the kind of shit that I love to see in a modern movie, especially one that still has kind of a throwback feel. Um, it just it seemed to get so much of that right that while there's a lot of story that I would have liked to see explored further uh, or saved or the promise of we're going to get more of this coming up,
1: I still wasn't disappointed in the movie at all. I and I could probably say this for ninety percent of the movies, but I'd like to go back and watch it when I'm sober. Um, you probably should. Uh, this was my second time sure. seeing it, so I got to pay
0: attention to it with a different eye this time, uh, and and I maybe enjoyed it more the first time just because I just had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. But I still I loved I, I love this movie. I, I love it in in the sense that this is the kind of horror movies I want to see happen more I because it was original while still having evocative tones to things certainly uh the creature aspects was reminding me of carpenters the thing um the opening of the void and the premonitions of the future and stuff while they weren't explored fully reminded me of some of the confusing but brilliant aspects of the prince of darkness from carpenter this was so many ways a, a love story to Carpenter's films uh, with, like I said, some some Clive Barker thrown in. And I really want to see what else these these guys who made this are going to do uh, if they're going to follow this up at all. But this is a movie that just kind of like came out of nowhere and kind of blew me away in the way that like a movie like Pontypool, mm-hmm. which we reviewed it early on, did because. You didn't know what to expect from it. You didn't know what you were going to get from it. There was no realization until you just see it play out. And I felt so good in the fact that they were leading me to something, and I had no idea what was coming up next.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I didn't. <clears throat> I can't say I didn't like this movie. It's just it it, it panned out to be different than what I expected yeah different than what i wanted because you you had your
0: own idea of what to expect and you were looking forward to exploring that film yeah, and yeah, and we had, we just did a a review about a cultish mm-hmm. uh film with with Rosemary's baby
1: yeah two weeks, two weeks ago
0: but not not a super cool let's wear white robes with black triangles on our faces cult uh the imagery i think it made it seem like there's so there's something so cool there yeah. and do well, we I, get to see that and what they mostly did is they wandered up and they just they said that they're they're not even coming in they're just trying to keep us from coming out
1: and that's which that's a little because, disappointing because we don't get to see enough of them right like tell me why these people are these people uh, like advocates for the opening of a void but if they are why why do they I, exist? Tell me why they exist. Right, it it seems like they all want to get this,
0: like, f- defeating death thing. Yeah, that's but that's probably Endgame, and and but I want to see how they were. Did they exist before the the Doctor became a part of them, or did they exist after? How did he entice them all? Were they locals? Were they? Is there an a global organization of them. and that's the kind of thing that I think
1: could definitely be explored if there's more of this. And that's what I was I was gonna say is maybe with the the um, unexpected success of this movie, there will be a second or a prequel, I would kind of like it if there was.
0: I really want there to be. and and while uh, the movie definitely made more than its budget back in in theaters, It only hit about 50 theaters. It wasn't expected to do a lot in that. So I'd like to know how the movie did as far as video on demand. And when it gets released to DVD and Blu-ray, how it's going to do there, because I I think this is one of those hidden gems that people probably don't know. Although the, the ratings for it have not been stellar. It's they've been okay. They've been kind of middle of the road to a little above average. And I think most of that is based off effects used and things, mm-hmm. but I just think that this is one of those things that if people watch it with, uh, with
1: don't get drunk and watch it lower this, expectations.
0: Right? Yeah, definitely don't get there. drunk and watch it, or get really drunk and watch it, and then rewatch it later on when you're sobering up.
1: There's that.
0: But I I think if they come at it without heightened expectations and they just Check it out, especially if they don't know a lot about it. They're going to really like it, I which, do, you know,
1: I, I, if you're I, that person, I, you probably shouldn't listen to this review first. I, I, Nicole in our chat is is throwing out Void 2 names, and my, the second is actually my favorite, but um, when I started the sentence, that one didn't exist. She's come up with the Void 2 voidier, or Two void, <laughs> too tentacly. Oh, God. Too void, too void for y'all.
0: I, void, thanks for everything, Julian moon <laughs> I, I,
1: If if we go with the void to voidier, then it needs to be void three voidiest. I, if you're gonna say
0: void, then I think it needs to be void the bowels of hell.
1: Void the bowels of hell, or the prequel, voided. Yeah. Like we need to bring one too many packages of turkey to the.
0: And and when they finally just wipe out the other planet, you you just call it devoid. Dude,
1: Which is also the French version. Oh boy, boy. Um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm satisfied with the amount we've talked about. Well, do you want Do you want to rate it, or do you have other things you'd like to bring up? Just
0: mention the fact that the cast is really great. Uh, that's, for a lot of people that I didn't true. know. Very true. Uh, I knew Ellen Wong from she played Nyes in Scott Pilgrim, and I knew. Uh, the guy who played Mitchell, which was the the other cop, uh, Art Hindle, from Porky's, of all things. Oh, I'm like, no. I'm looking at this guy's face. I'm like, I know that guy. How do I know that guy? Oh, because you were in that movie that was such a source of masturbatory fantasy for no reason. Um, not you specifically. But yeah, <laughs> uh, there was like, that's right. You were in Porky's.
1: Oh, what a great shower scene. Uh, Nicole has another one. Void 2, Alien Boogaloo. That hot—that might be. My... That's my new favorite. I, I don't know. How, I didn't think you could top there, the Void too tentacly, and then you just the alien boogaloo. You did
0: it. There's the point where the tentacle monster is dancing on the ceiling and like going up and down the walls and stuff. And oh. yeah, I from the music, the the atmosphere, everything about this hit the right notes for me as a film that is maybe not like the the work of horror genius but just exactly the kind of horror movie that i want right now and i mm-hmm. i want to see more stuff like this
1: i do i want to point out that i didn't realize this was a uh an indiegogo that raised eighty two thousand dollars yeah
0: eighty two thousand dollars and so, yeah that's what i was i wasn't sure if it's kickstarter or what but mm-hmm. i knew that it was something where it got funded
1: crowdfunding kids a...
0: Marcus, what
1: are your dreams?
0: And and these guys had at least been established. They had done other stuff before, but certainly there there's an importance to if you want to see and and support great horror movies. Oh, there's, uh,
1: there's a shit ton, and I, I personally love crowdfunding. Yeah, to a point, I crowdfunded a game in February of 2012, and I still don't have it.
0: There's there's a couple of things that I haven't gotten paid off on yet, but it, there's. One of them I know is going to happen and I have absolute faith in people doing it. And that's the one that I've waited the longest for. But I'm okay with that. It's There are certainly... It is a thing of you got to expect that the money that you're putting into it may never
1: go anywhere. Um is, So just know um, that going in. I fucking bought Star Citizen, which is a PC intergalactic flying game. I was going to say, you're not allowed to buy people. <laughs> I mean, maybe in Wisconsin. a person. Not. Um, yes, and... People like there a game came out, but you can't really play it. You can like <laughs> sit in your space your spaceship. And I know people that spend thousands of dollars on this game, and just they, there's no game yet, and there's no guarantee that this game will ever come out. Yeah, and and honestly, if
0: that's told to me at the beginning, it uh, I would feel a little bit different because I still want it to support people's dreams, but you. you you never know yeah. circumstances change uh things go nuts prices shipping overseas goes up crazily after you've done it you, you never know how it's going to work out some i think a lot of people do it with the best of intentions but i certainly know people have have started crowdfunding things and just took the money and ran yeah uh i've never experienced one of those things where i have funded somebody who did that but it's always disappointing when things don't go the way that they want them to or expect them
1: to right hey Corey. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. On that note, let's go to the FAP cave. <laughs> All right, we're gonna rate this motherfucker. We should probably rate both. I don't want to not give the audition the attention it deserves. I didn't even mean to call it one of our one of our categories. All right, anyway, the the old FAP scale, um, the three tiered scale of masturbatorial genius. Uh first of all we go zero to five. We'll start off with the feature, which if you're new, the feature is gonna be the story. Was it original? Was it interesting? How was the acting? Um let's do how do you want to do this? Do you wanna give both scores for both movies and start with the audition, and do the void? Let's do the audition first and then do circle the back, void. Circle back. All right. Yeah. All right. A- after you, you're first. You're there's no uh, you go first.
0: Yeah, that that's harsh. Uh for the <laughs> The feature, as far as the audition, I think it was good. I think it was a solid effort. Uh, it it jumps into something that felt familiar to me in in the execution, uh,
1: but I think it executed well with what it is. I'm go- I'm gonna go uh, three point five. Ah, oh, nice. Um, I give it a four. I mean, it's really it's a really solid. I hate to use the term outing, but it's a solid outing. It's um, um he. Anthony did a great job um, with what he had, which was a twenty-minute short. Um, you get the sense of what is happening and how fucking crazy the director is, and I, I really like that. Um, I gave it a four. I can't remember if I said a, my number, but four. I no,
0: four. I, I should actually, because I wasn't thinking oh. uh, about the acting. I I like the acting. I think that the actors, uh, obviously, still young. Probably still go... I'm going to up it to four because I thought they did a pretty good job. Even though I'm telling you that one guy just reminded me so much of Donny Osmond for some reason.
1: That's terrifying.
0: Which maybe makes it creepier. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Um, uh,
1: Next up is the attention. That's going to be a rewatch ability. Would you purchase it? Would you recommend it to friends? Core diggity.
0: I mean, that's sort of what we're doing already, isn't
1: it? I believe... That is literally what we're here doing. Uh,
0: since it's a 20-minute short, it's kind of hard to say, would I buy this? On the other hand, what I would buy is buy into more of his work. I would like to see yes. more stuff that he's producing and making. Uh, so in that regard, I'm going to go four again.
1: Um, I, uh, You kind of win. I gave it a three and a half, but for mostly the same reason. is When I saw this, my first thought was, what else has he done? I need that in my life. Um from talking with Anthony, he told me he's done, I believe, six projects, two f- features, four shorts? I could probably look. It wasn't that long ago. Um but either way, th- th- that's the point is that um that that's kinda like giving <laughs> it's gonna sound kinda bad. It's like a drug dealer giving someone a little bit of crack.
0: Yeah, and also we're seeing what he can do with five hundred dollars in this. So I what he could do with a larger budget, with a with a longer uh roll time and and everything. That's what it is. This is an example. This is a a Amuse Bush. <laughs> a, yep. a, a susan. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't I don't know the terms. Uh but it's it's, it's a sampling. Yeah. It's a sampling of what you can get uh going forward, and I would like to see more from him.
1: Uh, he, Anthony did a feature and four shorts last year alone. Wow. Yeah, he's a busy little boy.
0: And that's someone that you should be crowdfunding.
1: Yeah. Fucking because
0: he, he's producing.
1: Take that shit to Indiegogo, son. Um, Last up, we got Panic. How are the effects? Were you surprised? Did it keep you on the edge of your seat? The, the effects five hundred dollars wasn't a huge right. budget but
0: i think it played with what it what it could mm-hmm. with the budget that it had
1: uh i'm gonna go three um i was a little less generous i give it a two but he he, he did very well with what he had i mean there' was one aspect um that once you see it will make sense that i thought was done pretty well um it really, it, 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 man, it, the acting is what did it. It yeah. didn't need effects and it didn't need, you know, a CGI Satan Frankenstein monster to, to get the point across. So, yeah, the, this whole thing came down to acting for me. So I, I give it a two because I didn't find it terrifying, but I thought it did, it did what it did well. Nothing surprised it, me. It, I wasn't in the other seat. It was more of like a, hmm, that guy's a, fucking weirdo than me being scared and and part of it too is
0: um with the actress in it and the situation she was in as i was watching it and maybe because of the the fact that it was a little bit more low end on on how it was shot and stuff was that it kind of reminded me of megan is missing yes and and so i was maybe a little bit more anxious because i've seen that kind of movie and that movie is is not an easy one to get through as it is. Uh, so, and I'm not saying that this is, it. we've reviewed Megan is Missing before. I know that that affected uh, people who watched the show or, or listened to the show. Uh, we got a very uh, intricate email from, from Maggie about it when she watched it and how it affected her. Uh, this is not going to put you in that state, but it certainly seems like if it was taken to a larger uh sense that that's probably where it would have wound up.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Let's uh switch refap, to... refactory, <laughs> a little nap, yeah. little. Yeah. Give me like 20 minutes. I
0: need to put on my breathing machine otherwise I'll die. You
1: need a ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe some, some ice little cubes little on my little junk.
1: Little those snuggles. Um some... make that re come back to life. Jesus. Uh we're going to need to perform a séance on a penis. <laughs> Bring it back to life. No hot wax. No hot wax. Uh, yeah, right. Watch the pubes. All right, let's um fap fap round 2. I don't have the sound ready so you only get fap cave sound once. Um I'm not going to describe every category this time. You already got it feels to it. But uh the void feature. A
0: uh, story original absolutely. With a lot of homages in it. Uh, but they did something of their own accord. Uh the acting I thought was really good. Uh I had zero questions of whether I was buying into what people were doing. I'm I'm kind of in love with this movie, so I'm gonna say five.
1: Wow. Uh, that's the easiest way to Corey's heart. Uh I'm gonna go with the four. I mean, I thought it was really original. It was pretty cool. The acting was good but i still am super let down that there was no backstory on the cult uh the attention Uh, i own this
0: i will never not own this well Uh, (laughs) you purchase something you own
1: it you own it forever
0: no, that's not the way it is on the digital age. You basically are just renting shit from fucking Disney and whatever. If
1: you buy it on iTunes and then you uninstall mm-hmm. iTunes and you unauthorize all of your computers. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I, I'm
0: just I'm I'm very glad to have this movie. Uh, I'm I'm glad that I had the excuse to rewatch it in, in such a short time. But am I going to rewatch it every week? No. But is it going to be if I want to watch a horror movie? Is it going to be one of the ones that I'm going to pick first? Probably, I'll say four.
1: Um, I I guess I'll I'm going to give it a three and a half. I do intend to rewatch this movie. I want to rewatch this movie. I just don't know at what point I will actually rewatch this movie because I'm a bitch. Uh, watch it while you're
0: not drunk, well, and and not fapping. I mean, if you're into it, you can. Uh but when you get to your new house and and you're you're kind of like killing time there and just finally relaxing after you've done all the shit that you need to do.
1: I have hundred and five bottles of beer. I'm gonna split well, those. And you told me I can't get drunk and watch this, so I can't That'll, that'll definitely get the fapping down, I guess. Uh well, you know, I like to get a, like to get a solid buzz and just rub out that easy one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rubbing out that easy one, let's talk about the panic of the Oh, void. God. It's, from a effects standpoint,
0: uh, I I can't imagine anything that would have made me happier than what they did with this film, with uh, especially if you consider the budget that they had. There was certainly, again, homages to things that have come before, but I think a lot of originality at the same time. Uh, was I surprised? Yeah, the, the story... Pulled me along at a brisk pace, and and kept me interested the whole time, kept in the edge of my seat. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say four point five.
1: Oh, that's awfully sweet of you. I give it a four. I, I thought the effects were really good. Nothing scared me. I didn't think the movie was scary in any way, shape, or form. But much like the acting carried the audition, and I don't mean that in a bad way, the effects carried the void. Yeah.
0: I think it was really good acting, but the effects were a, a, a point above it. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Oh, fuck. Where'd you go? I lost it. Alright, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. I'll read your email. I'll try really fucking hard to not forget your name <laughs> three weeks later when we talk with you. Um, you can leave us a voicemail on the website. Or, excuse me, you can leave us a message on the website. Um, you can find, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at podcast chair. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, or any of your favorite podcatchers. Make sure you leave us feedback. Can't really urge you enough. I get tickled on the inside when there's feedback. I really appreciate it. And I know Corey does too. So we want to hear what you guys have to say. I also get tickled on the inside on Grinder. All the subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe. Finally, you can join us on our Facebook for the entire network, which is the Galactic Network. Um, Corey, you're not our guest. Where can people find you, though? Uh,
0: you can find the comics that I help make at donaskcomics.com. You can find my wife's art, which I think might be getting featured on our local horror TV show, uh, Circus of Chaos. I just got an email back from Cousin Dave on that. You can find her stuff on Instagram at hag underscore attack, or you can go to arthag.com, uh, which is her still in progress website that I'm working
1: on. a boy. You should get your shit together. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and on Tapped if you want to see how drunk I get at uh, Matt the Lifeguard. That is going to do it for another episode of the podcast, Derek. Thank you guys for listening.
0: Hi there, this is Brett Stewart from the Jukebox Podcast. Are you a huge fan of music, or perhaps you'd like to expand your sonic horizons? Well, I am here to help. Every month, the Jukebox digs deep into the finest of the world's independent music. From folk to blues to hip-hop, rock and roll, jazz, spoken word, experimental, even classical, we spend time with it all. Plus, I bring industry professionals and fellow fans on Jukebox Roundtables every month to discuss the latest news and topics in the industry. Join me at jukeboxpodcast.com and on all major podcatchers.
1: Next week, week we are joined by author and our friend, J.F. Dubow. Um, His book, God in the Shed, is coming out. Shit. Corey, do you know when it's released?
0: Uh, i want to say it's at the end of june maybe the it's pretty soon
1: it's very soon and sometime around when we're doing the podcast i remember trying to line it up something this is just me killing time to try and find june 15th
0: it comes out
1: june 15th so yeah so it'll be a week following which means you can get your pre-orders in right now
0: if you want to read it uh, before we talk about it on the air. We'll put a link in our show notes for you. And I have the privilege of being in the midst of reading it currently. It's really goddamn good. Don't tell Jay if I said that. though. Or he's swinging dick.
1: So yeah, we are, uh, we're going to be talking about the movie Sinister. Sinister 1, not 2. 2 is shit. 1 is good. Uh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Sinister 2 is shit. Hot doggy garbage shit i couldn't stand it i turned it off uh but the first one's really good that's what we're gonna be talking about so thank you very much for listening to another episode of the podcast of terror we will talk to you guys next week stay scary everybody
0: this has been a galactic network podcast for more go to gncast.com that's g-n-c-a-s-t-s.com